the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker. In this episode, Pano Ciosos, the CEO and co-founder of Learn Worlds, is back with us for another intriguing conversation. For those joining the conversation for the first time, here's a quick recap. Our previous episodes covered Learn Worlds journey to success and how the platform helped marketers create online courses. In addition, we delve deep into what makes a great online course and how you can use Learn Worlds to create yours. Today, however, we can discuss why your brand must educate consumers and the best way to go about it. Let's get started. So you've talked about um, about education, about education being the best marketing. Um, and once again, we we adapted that when I started my blog because my thing was, hey, we're going to just write about the experience that we have on my blog, things that we've done marketing-wise that we've done with other people. We started doing reviews, started doing all kinds of stuff. The idea of that was is I just wanted to hand out knowledge. People said, hey, listen, if you don't have big budgets and you can't go figure this out, let me tell you what I've done with my clients. Let me show you what I've been seen successful. That's the reason why we did um, as we talked about the Learn Worlds review that we did on the website, because we were excited about that. We wanted the world to know what you guys are doing. So what is what is the important, why is it so important to educate your customers? Like what, what is, what do you think the main benefits to that are? Uh, competition is ruthless these days in, in all sorts of business. So you have to keep your customers close, uh, your, your leads and your customers. You have there are very few ways to, uh, to stand uh, out from the crowd and keeping your customers close and creating, enhancing your branding and your awareness, it's, uh, it's of immense uh, importance. And this is what we've seen also for our customers. The more we, uh, they, they might not know everything or even the platform might not have everything that they have imagined or they, but once you give them, the things that you know, you share the things that we learn from our customers. We, we try everything that we learn from our customers, the top tricks that we see, the top techniques, we always try to share back with our customers. And this has been an important part, an, an immense part in them trusting us and knowing that we're trying to do the best. And this is what we see increasingly more and more businesses trying to do to keep their customers close, uh, informing them about the trends, and, uh, and, uh, and getting them to become successful. This is part of customer success, sharing the tips and tricks, sharing the stories and helping people pick up, the, those, uh, pick up these, uh, these tips and tricks and apply them to their, own, uh, to their own circumstances. That's what we're trying to do. And we think that this is increasingly part of the mission of every marketer, not just trying to sell or trying to, to capture leads, but offering value. This is something that we did with blogs and everybody's trying to do with blogs and eBooks that we published. But we've seen that this is much more successful and much, much more subtle once you do that in the form of education. And some companies are pushing that to the next level by even giving uh, skills and certificates to, to their users. So you probably, uh, you probably, uh, you obviously know about, I don't know, HubSpot expert and becoming an expert and getting your own, your own certificate, which uh, it, it becomes valuable for people. They like to show what they know. They put in this certificate in their LinkedIn profiles or uh, anywhere else. And, and this is something that creates additional value for the business that is sharing this kind of knowledge. I, I think we're living in a knowledge economy. People, knowledge is very much valued. People try to get this knowledge. Knowledge is expensive if you go through traditional channels. So now we can have all these 
uh, all these other alternative channels that offer knowledge. And if you can position a, a business like that, like a knowledge business that doesn't only sell cars or services or food, but also teaches you stuff around these things, then you can have an amazing experience for your students and you can be much more profitable at the end of the day. Yeah, and I think that's what's interesting because, you know, my company, we're content creators. And what I mean by that is mainly on the writing side of things. And I think what people miss a lot of the times on their blogs is that they're not, what people are looking for is education. They want to be educated. Like you might like give you an example. I remember Marcus Sheridan talking about this is he has a, he had a pool company and he wasn't a marketer at that time. He's just, you know, him and his buddy started a pool company. And what he realized was all the people that were calling in were looking for education. They're like, what's the difference between this pool and that pool? Like that pool is 10, your, your pool is 10 grand, their pool is 5,000. Like, why would I not pay 5,000? And he says, let me educate you on that. So he started writing these articles of what his audience was looking for. And of course, Google, this was many, many, many years ago, but Google loves that type of content. Like where you're educating, like how do we do this and FAQs and all this, you know, like how do I educate the consumer? And by doing that, you're not only educating the consumer, but you're also being honest and transparent about things and under, so people understand the difference. And then you say, hey, now that I've educated on you this, hey, and we happen to sell pools or, you know, right? It's like not the selling of the pools wasn't the main thing, it was the education. And then we did the same thing on my site. Not to keep bringing that up, but it's like, hey, let me educate you on SEO. And if you feel like that article you just read is enough so you can go and be dangerous and do SEO, rock on. Like, I mean, if you read all my articles and if you went to, to Learn Worlds and took a course on SEO, guess what? You could be pretty, pretty dangerous. Now, are you going to know what I've learned over the last 25, 30 years? Probably not, but you can definitely be sharper, right? I mean, that's what I love about this economy is that this is what I was kind of trying to explain to my son is like, it's crazy when I started doing, and when you, absolutely, because we're some, some older guys here in the, in the room, um, that when we started doing this, there wasn't e-courses. There wasn't any place to learn other than college, right? So I went to college because I had to go to college and I knew that I wanted to go to college. But now there's like so many platforms where you can learn something. Like I'll give you an example. Today I had a video call with a guy that he's a video editor, uh, not video editor, like a setup. He sets up your studio. And so you can't see this now, but I just moved into my new setting in my house. Um, I have the smaller room. Anyways, I'm in the bigger one now. And for, you know, $150, he's showing me how to set up my whole thing. And I've got my cameras, I got my lighting, and I'm going to build this into a studio. And, you know, back in the day, you just have to fumble through it. There was nobody to reach out to. There was no course on how to do it. There was no YouTube. There was no learn worlds. There was nothing. And it's like, and I try to explain it to my son. And I sound like the guy, like my dad was, my dad was like, Oh, I used to go in the snow to school with no shoes. And I'm like, I know dad, I know. And now I feel like I'm that guy. And I'm like, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't any of this learning stuff online. He's like, I know, I know dad. Is there any way that I can just finish my YouTube video and you can leave me alone? And I'm like, yeah, but just remember there wasn't this, you know, 15 years ago and I didn't have that and you're way ahead of me because of that. So just know, okay, you're lucky. You know, I, I, I think that's what's, what's valuable is that there is so much knowledge out there and there's so much free stuff. And once again, us as businesses, we should continue to do that. And then once again, your service or the things you provide is just kind of the side thing of what it is by of, of adding that value. And I think that's where, I mean, we've driven so much traffic and, and leads. I mean, that's how we drive most of our leads is inbound is because we educate. I want to go ahead and show you guys, this is what I want to give to you. And it's a gift. And hey, if you want to hire us, great. If you don't, you just want to keep reading the blog and get educated, then awesome. Rock on. That's, that's perfect. That was the goal of it anyways. So I love that. We, we learn, uh, as humans, we are destined to learn, we are designed to learn. I know that education 
has kind of some bad connotation. It sounds boring, you know, through the traditional industrial mode of schooling. Like you have to go there, sit for a few hours, you go in as a blank slate, and then you get out the other door as educated citizen, whatever. With some, uh, it sounds boring, but we crave learning. And we've seen that during the COVID lockdowns. People were spending time online, either, I don't know, consuming Netflix, gaming, or online courses. So we have people either because they needed to get a new skill, it's going to be a terrible situation. It's already a terrible situation in terms of jobs. So lots of people have to be trained and retrained and skilled and reskilled in order to find their next job or create their next jobs because there might not be an offer for a, for a job waiting for, for some people, unfortunately. Or they were just spending some quality time online learning how to cook learning how to do yoga. It doesn't have, it is edutainment as well. It doesn't always have to be an academic subject or something like very hard skill. People were just spending some quality time staying sane by doing some yoga or doing, learning some form of massage to do with her, to do uh, to their spouse or something like that. So it doesn't always have to be hardcore knowledge, but people crave to learn new things. And brands, big brands understand that. There are out there, I don't know, pasta companies that create, uh, I don't know, all for forms of pasta, and they create educational videos teaching you how to cook pasta. And at the end of the day, you consume more. Or uh, there are car companies out there that teach you how to drive safely. And people like, crave this kind of knowledge. So obviously, this is something that businesses can use for marketing, training their customers, their associates, their employees, even when you train your employees and they understand that you're getting more out than their salary, but they're getting knowledge that they will be able to apply their job in the next job or to, to get a better a raise or, or something else in their, in their next job, this is something that they value more. So it works for customer education. It works for training your employees, your associates, the people that are, that are close to you. But also, it can be an amazing source of revenue. Because if you know something, chances are there are people out there that need this kind of knowledge, how to set up their studio, how to shoot a video, how to do a successful podcast, how to do marketing, how to do a cre and create an online course. There's, we've seen almost everything, I guess, in online courses, but every day we're surprised by a new course that we've never thought that there would be demand out there, out there for that, and still there is. Well, and that's what's crazy. That's, and that's my kind of my final point is that I paid $150 for this guy to help me set up my video thing. And this guy's probably put hundreds of thousands of dollars and spent thousands of hours doing research. And for $150, I tapped into him, showed him my setup, and he's going to tell me exactly what I need to do. Like, I'm not going to spend hundreds and thousands of hours to try to figure out. I mean, I can watch these videos and I can do this and there's some value there, but I'm like, Hey, I just want to tap into this guy who's a mentor, which once again, that can be a course where you just jump in and watch a one hour, two hour course, or it can be hiring somebody as a mentor for them to come and tell you. I just think once again, the knowledge of that, it's like, that was one thing that I, if people say, Hey, like, you know, Shane, what would you tell, you know, the younger Shane, Shane 1.0 and now I'm Shane 2.0. It's like, dude, take advantage of the knowledge that's out there. Cause it wasn't there before. And the mentorship, like just being able to understand that somebody's going to give you what they've learned over the last 10 years in one hour, right? You're getting all the good stuff, right? You don't have to deal with all the, the financial burdens and all the other stuff and the ups and downs and paychecks, no pay. You're not dealing with any of that. You're just getting the good stuff. Like, 
tap into that. Like the knowledge is there and, and you guys, it just is important to be able to get into that sphere of, you know, being able to, to improve yourself, especially like you said, during COVID and we're in these times when now it's time to kind of educate yourself for your, for your current position you have or the position that you're going to be out of and you're going to need to find a new position. So I love that. So what would be, so like if we talk about from like the marketing perspective to create like educational content, right? So let's say if I want to educate my audience, like what would you, do you have any tips for marketers? And, and someone's going to have a, a heavy marketer community that talks about, you know, how, how do they do that when it comes to creating educational content? Well, the, the king of content is video. And now we, we are super happy to see that it's much easier for people to create video. You can just go on online with your, with your mobile, uh, with your phone, or you can just use your, your camera. You can just do a screencast, which is super easy. All it takes, it's like a free software. And then you can just record your camera. It doesn't have to be super elaborate. It doesn't have to be expensive. Sometimes it can be good enough and there are amazing companies out there that produce some some great uh, some great content so starting with a presentation and a screencast or some kind of easy video this can be uh, in many cases and especially for marketing purposes this can be more than enough and then be smart and then then repurpose some of the content add some textual information as well add the quiz Use the features and create an interactive video. This can be amazing for capturing people's attention. We live also in an attention economy, and we want to capture people's uh, seconds and have them uh, interact with us instead of, uh, of something else. So uh, it's, uh, it's super easy. I would say just go and try. Like start a free trial or whatever, or create your mini for your first version of your online course and see what you can, uh, you can do. It's a... Uh, once you start working with that, you will be amazed with uh, what you can accomplish with uh, with very limited uh, resources. Well, and that's and especially these days because everything is cheaper and there's great softwares. There's all kinds of stuff. And once again, let me reiterate to everybody, and this is a, a you know this is the fact that I'm an educator that I'm telling you this. Your first one's probably going to suck, and we've kind of talked about this, and that's okay. It's foundational. You're going to learn from that, right? You're going to learn why, hey, this wasn't great and what you can do to make it more interactive or have them download PDF or do video this time or whatever that may be. The idea is, is just to get it going, right? You got to start somewhere. So I've got what, in your opinion, because obviously you've been doing this for you know a long time, what, what brands are doing a great job at educating their customers? Like who is really excelling at saying, hey, we're creating some great content to educate our consumers and be able to convert them into actual, in, into somebody who buys something? Well, I guess uh, I guess I can uh, talk about the things that I'm, I'm working also most with with three uh, here with our company. Uh, HubSpot is always a great business when it comes to to content, and I guess the the, the leaders of, of inbound they. Uh, and uh, one of the things that they've been doing is also giving out certificates for their customers. This is something that we always love. It's 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 a it's for, for me, it always surprises me how much people value a certificate, a piece of paper that they can print and, and put it up in, in the wall like a token of accomplishment, something that they've achieved. And this is this is always uh, this is always very fun to, to see how happy people can become with something like that. So uh, I guess Hapswood is one of the companies and I, I also like a lot. Uh, Ahrefs, the SEO software, uh, they produce some great videos, lots of content. They always take it to the next level when it comes to SEO, which can be a, a pretty difficult and esoteric subject. Like if you want to to become a, a super expert, but always any video you can you can watch from them or any blog post, you get some things that you can 
probably apply in your in your business. Yeah, I, I'd tell you, I have to agree with you. So it's funny when you said certificates, the first thing that came to mind was HubSpot. Like right when you said certificates, I thought HubSpot, like because they came out with the certificates and there's a lot of people that, that have done it you know, after that, but HubSpot was definitely one. And then obviously Google has their own certificates for AdWords and things like that. Once again, from the education side of things. And then uh, Hrevs actually has been, they've been a sponsor of the podcast no, uh, a number of times. I love that tool and the way that they, their content, they put their video content has been phenomenal. Once again, very, you know, say, hey, this is how you use our software. And this is the different things that you can happen with where things can be used. Um, in fact, I think what I'll probably do is I'll probably include um, you guys in, in the search notes. I'll put something, uh, an article that we did on Hrevs as well, because I think that's a that's a good that's a good one to take a look at in regards to um, the kind of content they put out there. Uh, definitely a great example of that. I'm sure our audience now knows why they should educate their customers and how to go about it. However, I wanted to pause our conversation for a minute to talk to our listeners more about the services we offer. You can hire us for online PR, influencer marketing, content marketing, and so much more. We can also create and manage digital marketing campaigns that will help boost your online revenue. For more on this, go to my website, shanebarker.com. That's S-H-A-N-E-B-A-R-K-E-R.com. Now back to the conversation with Panos. All right, man, this was, uh, we were cooking today. I'll tell you, you know, so you go start talking about this kind of stuff and I get all excited about e-learning, almost as excited as you do. You know, we got, we got, you get, you've been doing, talking about this for 20 years. Yeah, yeah, man, it's exciting, it's exciting. So we, we get to the end of the podcast and this is what I call, once again, I, I call it the fun section, which I, I, I always keep saying this. I feel like the other parts were really fun too. Like, I don't want you to think this is the only fun part. I feel like we had, I mean, we were having, we were cooking with some gas here, I think. Um, but I, my question would be, I've got, I got some fun questions for once again, for you and for the audience. If you could travel to one place in the world for free, once again, then it would also be COVID free. You could like not wear a mask and we could actually do this thing. And I'll explain to people what that means not to wear a mask. Cause at this point we just, that's all we do is wear masks unless we're interviewing on zoom and stuff like that. Uh, where would it be? Uh, and where, like, where would you go? Well, it's a, uh, it's 2021. It feels like 2020. So I guess it's just a, an extension uh, for, for uh, so the demo, the first few days weren't particularly di uh, different from what we experienced before. So I would just like to go, you know, home to Greece, to my village, to, to visit my mother, which I haven't, like aging mother, which I haven't been able. So something very basic, not go to the Galapagos, which I would also like to do, not go, I don't know, uh, trekking in the, in, the, in the Antarctica, which would also like to do very much. Just something basic, get into a plane, safe, two hours flight and go visit some people we love. I think this is one of the things that we will, uh, once traveling goes back, uh, uh, I guess, normally, this is one of the first things that uh, I will do, probably the first thing that I will do. You know, what's funny about that is I really think 2020 um, is really about just going back to the roots and the basic things. Um, right. And I think we, we start to appreciate things a lot more knowing that it, that it can so easily be taken away. And I don't think we ever thought that. I mean, to me, 2020 was like a movie. I remember the beginning. I'm like, this is like a movie. Like, what is going on? Like, what just happened? And I think it's the simple things like, hey, I want to take a two hour flight and go visit mom. Yeah. Right. Which but, uh, which might not that that wasn't on the list in 2019, but it's so simplistic in nature. It's like, I just want to see my mom again. 
Like it's, that's so basic, but it's so awesome. I mean, it's like, I mean, I see, I'm very fortunate. My mom lives a mile and a half away from me and we stay six feet because my mom is a retired nurse. And she, she was, she was quarantining before it was cool to quarantine. Like my mom was like the original quarantiner. Like she was like, and so when we meet, we meet for coffee once a week on, on a Friday, six feet away, seven, well, probably 10 feet away at the river here in Sacramento. And I love it. And, and I'm just, I think it's so awesome that it just gives you a new appreciation for, I think, family and everything. And like and when it can be taken away from you, not because of anything you did um, and, and how it comes back to the basics. So I love that. I think it's a phenomenal answer because it's I would if my mom was you know two hours away from a flight, I would be missing her, too. So, you know, Zoom can only do so much. Right. Yeah, I, I think we we took too many things for granted in, uh, in right. uh, all the things that were happening around from uh, like. Uh, loved ones and how we work and how we drink coffee, like shaking hands, some very, very basic stuff. I think we will have a, a trauma for a few more months and you will be thinking twice before like giving uh, shaking hands with, with somebody. So I think we will, we are the lucky ones. We are here. That's, that's, that's the important stuff. Uh, but uh, going back to the basics is something that we will need and, and crave in the next few months. Let's see. I totally agreed. All right. So what happens if you if, if we could give you a superpower? What, what would be if I could give you any superpower in the world? And I'm t- talking X-Men stuff, like whatever you want. What, what would be your superpower? Uh, I haven't been following the, these, you know, Marvel movies. I think now the superpowers, probably there are much more elaborate superpowers than the one I imagine, like from, uh, from, the, from a previous age. I think f- for me, something that would help me day to day Photographic memory—that's what mm. I would crave. Sometimes, with all the tasks I'm dealing and all the all the people, I think this would help me a lot. I know that it can also be a curse. I, I know a couple of people who 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 have this uh, who have this trait, but I think it would be super super helpful for me. So, I, I'm getting one of the cheap ones, probably one of the of the of the cheaper uh, superpowers that are out there. I feel like there might be a course on that. I feel like that was, that was my, you know, that might be potentially learnable, potentially. I think that there's that potential. The flying thing is is going to be very difficult. I wouldn't advise trying to learn that and jumping off stuff and trying that. But I think that, I think that is, I think that's a, and I like that. Once again, going back to basics of just, yeah, I just want to be able to remember things a little better. I think we have a customer who does that and he has some courses where you can do, you know, those uh, memory palaces and, and yeah. where you can you can memorize a deck of cards, which is not very practical unless, I don't know, you try to go to, to Vegas or, or something. But I don't know, I have a list of tasks. I would like to just not forget, I don't know, picking up the uh, stuff from, from the store. In, in some, some days I would be happy just with uh, something as basic as that. We, we call it just a little more bandwidth. That's what I tell my wife is like, listen, I just, I got so much stuff that I deal with. I'm like, I, but I forget the little things. Like she's like, did you get the milk? Ah, I didn't, oh, I forgot the milk. She's how'd you forget the milk? And I'm like, I, my brain is only so big and I can guarantee you it's gotten smaller over the years. So that list of 20 things that I would remember now I'm at like, I'm at maybe 12. If not writing something down, I'm forgetting it. Like, like I tell my wife, it's not on my calendar. Like she's like, well, I told you a week ago that we had to do this on, you know, this day at five. And I'm like, no, I don't remember any of that. Like I, you, I just, it's like, there's only so much space up there, baby. And it's unfortunately it's deteriorating on a daily basis. So one other thing, probably the last question that I, well, actually second to last, what I talk about like books, do you, do you read a lot of books? Is there anything that you, cause I always try to get good books and especially going into 2021, I'm always trying to, you know, stay educated. If I'm not doing a course or doing something online, 
Is there any course out there, or a, um, excuse me, not a course, but like a book that you've done that, that has helped shape your career or your personality? Anything you recommend? I, I think there's a, there's a book that is always my my go-to book when I, I don't know, I need some time to, to focus. Uh, obviously, there are lots of amazing books for when it comes to business, but I think this is probably one that, uh, that really uh, matched my personality and, uh, and uh, really... Is a is a focus for me, which is the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams. So it's a, it's a you know fun sci-fi book, but it's so out there, out of the box, lateral thinking, uh, and it's also one of the first books that really describes something matching the web, like having a book, you know, the guide where you could open and just ask a question and get any answer for any question that you would have on the entire universe. So I think. The, I read that at a quite young age, but I think it was transformational in terms of what you can aspire to to create, what kind of uh, of uh, of things are possible out there. So that's always obviously immensely uh, funny book that uh, that uh, helps you get out of uh, everyday stress. That is a flashback. I haven't I haven't read that book. I read that book so many years ago. And right when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm gonna have to read that again or listen to the Audible. I, I'm gonna have to do that because it's been so long. That's awesome. All right, I'm adding that to my 2021 list. That that's perfect. So last panels, man. Once again, phenomenal interview. Love the energy. I love everything about what you guys got going on. If anybody needs to get in contact with you, how can they go about doing that? You can always send me an email. Let's keep it simple. Uh, P-S-I-O-Z-O-S at learnwalls.com. So we always try to be, we have a, an open open Zoom, open email, open doors policy here. So just, we always like to to talk with people, creators and aspiring creators. Just shoot me an, an email and we'll, be, we'll figure it out. That's awesome. Well, hey, man, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. And if you guys, if you're listening to this podcast, and you like what you hear, make sure you guys subscribe. If you really like it, write a review. If you don't like it, don't write a review. We don't want that. We just want nothing but good reviews out there, folks. I'm just kidding. If you have a bad review, just email me, and then we can talk about it and I can improve. Panos, hey, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Once again, thank you for taking the time today. And we're excited about when this thing launched. We'll let you know. Thanks, Shane. Thanks for having me. Stay safe, people. Okay, bye. Okay, folks, thanks so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you've learned a lot from our discussion, and now you're equipped to create your own successful online courses. Next week, I have another interesting guest, so stay tuned to the Marketing Growth Podcast.